0: The Product Podcast is back with a brand new season. This time, we are featuring eight of the brightest minds in the industry. Our latest episodes will highlight insights, methods, and strategies that are being used at the top tech companies around the world.
1: If you are eager to start your product career, head to our website to learn more about product management certificates. This is Jay.
0: And this is Eva. And we hope you enjoy all the latest insights brought to you by Product School. While you were growing up or when you were younger, did you have any connections to the tech or the product world that inspired you? Maybe like family members or college professors who worked in tech?
2: My parents have been working, but none of them is in tech profession, and neither was any of my relatives. However, the school that we went to, as an eighth grader, I saw the computer for the first time. And by 10th, we were learning basic MS-DOS, and this was a monochrome. I think it was a new invention for all of us and exciting to learn that the Western world is super uh, excited about this technology and everyone wants to learn it. But truly, my association with the tech world was in 1995, when I heard uh, dot-com is coming and there is a huge rush to acquire the talent in that field. So, like many people in India, I got super excited, wanted to know that technology and contribute and have that bigger impact towards that. Sorry, it wasn't dot com, it was then called Y2K, to contribute towards the Y2K. All the systems are going to change, I wanted to be a part of that change. That excited me and got me acclimatized to TechWood, and I joined my B.S. in computer science. And that's how my association with the Tech Start, it wasn't because of any influence of friends or parents or relatives, truly to learning what's happening in the world and how can you be a part of that.
1: That's really, really great. Um, Kind of segueing into the next question. So you've uh, worked um, for some big household names like Yahoo, eBay, Microsoft. And my question is, is there anything about working for these companies which might surprise people that something that people may not really know about working for a company like that?
2: Yes. You know, if you look at two of these companies, particularly eBay and Yahoo, they both were started by immigrants. If you look at Microsoft, it was started by Bill Gates, but the CEO of this company is also an immigrant. All three of these companies are standing on diverse backgrounds and have grown, and they truly stand towards diversity and inclusion as one of your cultural values. Another important aspect is all three of these people, the founders of these companies, these were your first companies. So it teaches you one thing. Do not let the world know that experience is a must-have when you want to do something new. So just dive into it if you have a passion for it, and if your gut tells you this is the right thing to do. That is the only thing I will say that, you know, include as many diverse perspectives. if you want to scale up, but when you're taking a chance, just take it, take the chance on yourself, what you believe in.
0: That's that's brilliant. One of the things that I know we love celebrating about the tech industry and especially the really big tech companies is the diversity. It's something that's very necessary. Um, So you've, um, on the topic of big tech, you've spent time in both Silicon Valley and Seattle, which are two like quite big hubs for the tech and the product community. Um, What do you think are the big differences in the product communities in these two places, or are they roughly the same?
2: No, I think there is a slight difference. Definitely in the San Francisco Bay Area or Silicon Valley, the product management is far more established uh it's the home of google facebook uber tesla cisco intel you name any top big company you know they had they have headquarters there So likewise, the product community is also extremely strong. There's a huge startup ecosystem. And every day you'll hear something new about product innovation. You're learning something every day new. There are various different forums, product boot camps, uh, Silicon Valley Product Management Association, Women in Product. So they are very supportive and collaborative. Uh, on, the, on the In the Seattle side, these things are coming up. I would say they're still nascent. It's not like that establishes Silicon Valley, but it's growing super fast. So that's one difference you will find when you come from Valley to settle in Seattle.
1: That's great. And um, you kind of touched on this in your answer, and we're just gonna go back to the diversity uh, part of this. Um, we saw that you spent eight years as a communication lead for women in technology, which is awesome. Um, And tech has always been kind of a boys club and sort of gender specific in a way. And my question is, do you have any kind of words of encouragement for women who might feel apprehensive about joining tech or getting into Silicon Valley or product management? You know,
2: they, there's a data that proves that most women, they don't join tech because they don't look, uh, they look for people like them as mentors or people at the senior leadership positions, and they don't see enough of them, they back off. My advice to them is the change is not going to happen by itself. Be the change you want to, you wish to see in the world. So stand up and take the lead. If you're interested in tech, don't hold yourself back. And don't look for other leaders that you can follow. Be the leader yourself to answer your question, has this changed? There is a change which is coming, but it hasn't changed. It's still pretty much a very men-men um, word. Uh, the, if you look at the ratio between men and women, the tech side, there are more men than, than women. But that doesn't mean that you know anyone should feel discouraged. I'm passionate about this because I like tech, not because you know I was looking for other women around me. So I would not have anyone be discouraged because of that. The many good books which are written there are many other podcasts which are on diversity and inclusion there are other leaders who are encouraging the diversity try to reach out uh, if you want to seek uh, more advice you want to be super assured about it but don't drop off because you are that change i love that i
1: absolutely love that me too that's a that's fantastic um switching gears a tiny bit here um My, uh, moving on to kind of outside of the work, uh, the workspace, what do you think about having side projects or hobbies, maybe something related to product or how can having a side project or hobby help a product career?
2: So uh, personally, I would say if you ask me my hobbies, uh, more than hobbies, I would say the things that I like to do, I like to volunteer for many nonprofit events, whether it's related to culture, whether it's related to, you know. Elderly people home or something like that or kids volunteering activity. Have they given, have they helped me directly in product management? This is my answer to that. They have helped me to build the life skills. And life skills are utterly important to think of a product. You know, when you build a product, you're not building it for yourself. You're building to meet the need of a community, to meet the needs of a mankind. If you understand that through your life skills, it gives you ample experience that can be leveraged at any job, be it be product management or anything else. So I would say having a hobby will first, you know, uh, add that compassion in you, which is required as a product manager. Also, it will help you to build that community, that network and your life skills, which will come handy all throughout your career.
0: Hey, yeah, I totally agree. That's really great. Um, so uh, although you're now in product, you actually started out as a marketing manager. And just as we've been talking about um, things that we do outside of our jobs that sort of help us in the future, um, what were you able to bring from your marketing role into your product career? Were there any like transferable skills or things that you brought to the table that maybe product managers without a marketing background wouldn't be able to?
2: You know, starting my career as a marketing manager helped me tremendously in acquiring one skill, and that was interaction with the people. Uh, Marketing job was highly interactive. You have to communicate, you have to understand, you have to position your product. So that was important for a person like me. I was kind of, I I would admit that I was an introvert. Unless provoked to speak, I would not speak. I was more on the listening side so marketing forced that function in me as a part of my job as a part of my earning that i need to be interactive this skill came pretty handy when i came when i became a product manager i realized as a product manager you cannot hide in one corner because it's not not about writing the code it's about you showcasing your product demoing your product building a product letting the world know the benefits of that product so you cannot be a quiet person that is what marketing job did to me. And I thought that was a very important skill, which came all the way handy, even till this date, in my, in my product management job.
0: That's really interesting. Um, and you also have an MBA in marketing management and a master's in computer science. Uh, do you think that traditional education prepared you for
2: a product career? Uh, I think absolutely it did. It established, first, it helped me to get my foot door in the first first job, in the entry job. Second, I thought it provided me with a platform, a much better understanding of the things and the functions which are required to do the job. Now, with 18 years of experience in the industry, if you ask me, are these degrees a must-have? I would say no. It totally depends from person to person. There's certain skills which are very important for this job. You can do two things. You can start from the beginning and you can acquire the skills on the job. Many companies like Google, Yahoo, Facebook, they have a function called associate product manager where they don't require any such uh, you know, post-grad degree. You can join right after your graduation, two years on the job. It's a rotational program. You can be a product manager. Now, in this case, you're acquiring the skills on the job. And many of those associate product managers have built have grown up to be really good product managers, much better than some of the MBAs that we have hired from the colleges. So my answer is these are not required skill set. These are nice to have. If you have it, you can definitely use it to your advantage. It's a good platform. Uh, But if you don't have it, this should not hold you back from uh, taking on a product management career.
1: I think that's a really important perspective for people to hear, for sure. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about, um, you know, traditional schools and traditional education and how it kind of feeds into a career. But going back to some of your specific work, um, there was something that I noticed and it said you led the biggest platform migration in the history of the company at yahoo and i was just really curious what that experience was like
2: you know it was an amazing and unparalleled experience if you know what murphy's law is you know anything that can go wrong will go wrong this yeah, is where everything that could go wrong actually went wrong so you know um the, when we started the migration we didn't I, I would say that the scale and the magnitude of this was humongous and there was a direct impact to the customer. This was like moving the live campaigns. You know, I, I remember one of my colleagues used to say this is like uh, moving the aeroplanes while you are in the air. So you're sh- shifting from one airplane to another while you're flying. It's quite dangerous. Many of the campaigns when we were live migrating from one system to another did not perform well and we had many upsetting customers who had stability with the old platform they have been running their advertising campaigns with yahoo were completely upset some because of the failures that they saw in flight some some were upset because the results are not as they were expecting it was a tremendous learning experience you know, building a platform with the best algorithms is one thing, we take a lot of pride. But when the customer's data move onto those platforms and you actually see the performance in the real life, that's the real test. I would say that we failed the test multiple times and we learned so much from it, that that is an experience that I would say is unparalleled. I would not trade it off with anyone.
0: So that's my advice to be,
2: thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's a really important skill to have. Everyone needs to learn how to do it. Um, So um, you worked with like researchers, scientists and engineers when you worked on the display ad platform. Um, What was it like communicating with such a diverse set of stakeholders? Was it difficult to align them to one common
2: goal? Uh, We all were super motivated. Aligning to a common goal wasn't a challenge, but given the fact that everybody in the field was extremely talented and a master of their their subject, aligning to one way uh, to do the things and call it the right way was difficult. Uh, Even agreeing to one algorithm was difficult. So we ran into those issues where we thought that, okay, this. This is what, you know, the end state was not unclear to everyone. The end state, the North Star, was known to all of us. But which way to go, and that's the right way, that can give us the results the first time, was a bit unclear. But I think since we worked so collaboratively and there was so much of trust established between this team, we, through communication, through constant like conversation, looking at each other's perspective, we all aligned very well. I don't look at it as anything which left a mark saying, oh, I wish I would have done it differently. We would rather say, let's get into the room again and redo it, brainstorm, learn from each other and then march together.
1: Yeah, I mean, stakeholder management and kind of learning about empathy is something that, you know, we really push here and it's one of the main topics. Um, And another one of the main topics that I want to transition to is Going from one role or going vertically from one role to another, for for example, what was your transition like from director of product management to senior uh, director of product management? Was that a significant jump in terms of responsibilities?
2: So I would say that each time you take up a new job, new role, your role and responsibilities always continue to grow. From director to senior director, yes, the roles and responsibilities grow, but more so. What changed for me is the domain. My previous experiences has been in e-commerce, in advertising industry, and now I'm in cloud computing, which is a very different domain. However, you know, as as mentioned in one of the books, they say when you're in the rocket ship, you don't ask for what seat you're going to take; you just climb the rocket ship because it's a super high growth area, and that's what cloud is to me. It's a super high growth area, and I'm extremely proud to be working here. That's one thing that has changed. Now, uh, in terms of roles and responsibilities, there is definitely a change, but not humongous. I still lead a a good team of talented product management globally. And, uh, you know, we contribute humongously to the company's uh, main, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, the, the the overall growth of the company. And that has stayed the same, whether it was Yahoo, eBay, Flipkart, any of those, like as primary, like working always on the core side of the technology, my team has always contributed to the growth of the company. So I'm extremely proud of that. That hasn't changed though.
0: Okay, so um, at Microsoft, how well, how much are you involved in the hiring process and what, what are things that you would look for in prospective colleagues?
2: I would say that, you know, one, each of us is fairly involved because of the growth of the company. Uh, Cloud computing is growing and we are hiring like crazy. Uh, We are always in look of uh, talent. Uh, What qualities do I look for for in my colleagues? One, uh, can I trust this person? And second, can I respect this person? I learned this skill from one of a very senior HR manager and I realized they are important. If you do not have a domain expertise, I know if you have the eagerness and desire to come on the job and learn, you will learn that skill. That is not a problem. But if you lack those qualities where you haven't been able to establish trust or you haven't been able to earn the respect of your interviewer, of your previous colleagues, then that's a challenge I I would like to avoid. Uh, you know, having those people on the team as opposed to people who have lesser expertise in their job but are willing to learn the, those skills. Uh, one other important thing I look for is the skills to do the job as opposed to the experience they have. Um, if they, are, uh, they have the right skills, they have the right knowledge to do the job, then that's also extremely important to me as opposed to have they done this before. So that's a very different skill set. Mm-hmm.
0: It's more, so it's more about the skills and the attitude than it is like right. what's on what's written down on your resume. Well, Absolutely. product managers, take note. Microsoft, always hiring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, at TiVo, you're in charge of defining the product vision and you were also in charge of creating uh, both the internal and the public roadmaps. What are your tactics for uniting everyone behind the same vision? And what do you do when someone really important isn't quite on board, maybe not so much with the overall vision, but with one specific decision. How do you how do you use your influence to sort of, you know, get everyone in line?
2: Sure. TiVo was my first company in US after my college degree. It was then called Macrovision. And as a product manager, first time product manager in that company, I did make mistakes. Your question: How do you align stakeholders, especially when someone is not on board? I realized that you cannot just talk through and just present your point without the data. That's the first time I learned the data. Let the data speak for itself, as opposed to your words or your mouth. Data doesn't lie. So, if you want to have, there will be situations. By the way, not just the not the first time in your career, but many many times in future. Where there will be people who are not onboarded because they have a different perspective. They're also experienced people, they've learned from the experience. So, how do you onboard them? If you have the right data, facts, figures, and a reason that you can justify and bring out the insights which are required to have them move along, you will not fail. People are not against you. People are only challenging you because there's a different perspective. And you can counter that perspective to the right information. So that was one of my learnings. To answer your question, yes, there will be people in the beginning who were not along, but once you present the facts and figures, they all did come along, and that was a great learning experience, which is still to this date following my product management perspective. Bring the data when you go into a conversation.
1: That's great. Yeah, I think uh, once you have data on your side, it's really kind of hard to argue that, especially in a role that's so heavily driven um, by data. Um, so we're, we're coming down to the last couple of questions and something that new product managers are always kind of coming, coming to us for and want advice on is the start of their product management career. And most specifically, what should a new product manager do within his first 30 days and within his first 90 days? Is there something Uh, specific that you could recommend or what would you want to see out of a new new hired product manager?
2: For the first 30 days, my advice to any product manager is go and look for learning opportunities. Know your teams. Learn from your colleagues. Be open to listening. Be open to feedback. Use these 30 days to prepare a plan for what is the success going to look like for you in 90 days and a year. Define your goals and then figure out how you're going to meet those goals as you grow in an organization. Probably, I won't say grow, but yes, as you look towards 60 days and 90 days, you have acclimatized yourself with the company, the culture, the colleagues, the work that you're going to. That point of time, reach out to cross functional teams, uh, you know, look for any support that is needed, look for who your allies are going to be, and then start working towards those goals slowly that you have put aside for yourself in the first 30 days?
1: Well, fantastic answers for 30, 60, and 90. Thank you for throwing in the extra 60 there. That always helps. Um, So, last question. First of all, we wanna say thank you so much. This has been really great, and your answers have been really thorough and insightful, and we truly appreciate uh, you taking your time to help us with this. Uh, The last question I wanna ask is, what is the greatest lesson that product management has ever taught you?
2: It's called prioritization. It's a core skill which is required for product management, but it is also core skill which is required as a human being, as a mother, as a woman. I realize that you have thousand things that you can do in a day, but the day only has 24 hours, you prioritize. So look for the ones which will have the bigger impact. That's a core skill that has has come to me after being a product manager and I have applied that skill to my life.
0: Hey, brilliant well thank you so much what did you think about today's episode let us know head over to productschool.com or our slack channel to join in the conversation catch us next week when we speak to another top-minded product